welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know my wacky sidekick, my chronic masturbator, my porn watcher. <laughs> we have Lord Balor. You're always watching porn. I'm always watching porn, and that's why I'm excited about today. Lord Balor, Johnny Hotcakes. Um, master? Oh, Master. Master John, I master forgot. Masturbator. Masturbator. It's Psychologist, Misty Rain. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> they can't see me. They can't no, they can't see me. I'm smart, I promise. All right. So tonight we have some very special guests. We have Misty Neener and we have Sergeant Miles, and they are large and in charge. They're um, doing Sergeant Productions on everything. I mean, you have a huge following. We want to hear all about it. We want to hear about your dirty porn and all the shit in between. I didn't know. I wasn't, I meant figuratively, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'm Sergeant Miles. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm really looking forward to, to doing this. Um, I've been kinky for as long as I could remember, but Due to kind of, you know, life stigmas and, and you know, a lot of the, like, don't be mean and, and all of that sort of stuff that, that, that gets fed into uh, men these days. Uh, I kind of repressed it for a long time. Um, when I got out of the Army, I went through a little bit of a kind of a hard spot in my life. And, um, uh, yeah, I was married, got a divorce, a bunch of different shit, not worth talking about. Um, but during that course, I did meet someone on uh, FetLife who was kinky, and um, I was a uh, I was hosting raves at the time, and uh, I had I had posted a picture of a flog about flogging girls uh, on stage so they could sit on Santa's lap if they came as an audio or something like that, and everybody was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's awesome, weird, dude. I think that's great. <laughs> this this one girl. Fun. Yeah, this one girl that was in my uh, my promotions team was like, there's other people like you just like slid in my DMs like that. And I was like, that's weird, but okay, what's up? And uh, I got with her and she introduced me to Fat Life. And then once I got on there, I got like a much better understanding of, of the community. You know, Fat Life has got kind of shitty in the last few years you know it's kind of turned into a, a since 50 shades of gary just more of a like hookup site kind of thing but for the people that want to use it i have a post on my on my profile that's like look this isn't a dating site it can be if that's what you want there's groups for that but there's so much knowledge that all the people there have and can explain about negotiating scenes and how to find out and explore and just all the ways to, to be safe about it. And I thought it was fantastic. I think I spent probably a good year, like reading up on, on rope and how to do impact and how to read your bottom and, you know, going to the munches and the meets and all of that sort of stuff before I ever like really did anything. And you want to take over there, Misty? Sure. <laughs> Tell us, Misty. 
Uh, so uh, this is actually cool because my poor name, which is Misty Meaner, comes from my FetLife name that I made when I was super young, uh, <laughs> which was Misdemeanor something something. And so I took that and turned it into my poor name. But yeah, I've been kinky for like for as long as I can remember way, way, way back. I do. I have it on my FetLife. I remember like one of my earliest memories is walking through the pet aisle of a store and like seeing all the collars and chains and just wanting them. <laughs> I have no idea why, like there's no explanation. There's, it just, it's kind of always been a thing for me. My first boyfriend ever uh, was a master slave relationship. Um, I've only had a few other serious relationships, but they've all been the same. So I've always known what I've wanted and <laughs> I've just kind of explored into that. And then, yeah, I worked at a dungeon in Seattle for a year or so. And so I got to, I worked front desk and then I also was just like a demo bottom for anyone that wanted <laughs> wanted one, which was awesome. And I learned lots of cool stuff there, but yeah, it's been BDSM, like swinging culture type stuff has been my life forever. <laughs> wow. That's really uh, great. And it makes you happy. I see it on your face. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think I would be absolutely miserable doing anything else. <laughs> there we go. That's what that's why she's on the floor, because if if she sits on the couch, she thinks something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm people. <laughs> it's funny because we, we kind of live it twenty four seven now. And we have friends and, and people like that that come over and and she'll just sit on the floor and inevitably the first few times like if it's a guy usually they'll be like oh do you want do you want to sit over here even though there's extra seats around that around the house and i'm like you want to you want to let her on the furniture like, <laughs> like people <laughs> what's wrong with this no we don't we don't do that here <laughs> and then i call my dog up on the couch because he matters more it's true oh, oh. dog number one uh trucks number two i'm number three uh, we, got, we got a house and chickens now that's true we do have chickens <laughs> as long as you know the pecking order that's all that matters absolutely <laughs> in there somewhere <laughs> she, she cooks real good so that that kind of balances things out <laughs> keep the house clean um and then as far as uh once i uh i got into the industry um i got into the industry through fetlife my ex took a picture of me like ready to go in bed and a local producer in Portland saw it and was like, Hey, do you want to come down and, and shoot porn? And, uh, you know, I was like 28, like what red blooded 28 year old man is going to turn that opportunity down. <laughs> um, and I was like, sure. Like, you know, what kind of porn do you shoot? Like what, like, how does it work? I've never done anything like this. And, uh, he called me down and he's like, Oh yeah, we shoot like BDSM and some kinky stuff. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'll get like trained on this by like legit professionals. This will be awesome. No, <laughs> no, I, I, I showed up and uh, they did uh, like fake snuff horns. And so like, they're like, all right, so um I need you to pick up the model you're working with today, which was weird. Just like pulled up to a random parking lot and someone got in my truck. 
like okay cool um definitely not industry standard yeah yeah i hope you're legal (laughs) (laughs) and then um we we went to the the sorry (laughs) mine are asleep behind us but uh we went to the studio and did the paperwork and and all that sort of stuff and, and it wasn't like a hardcore scene. It was like, so you're going to break in through that window and then um, I need you to strangle her and give yourself a hand job with her dead hand. And I was like, huh? <laughs> like, I did, did, you said BDSM. <laughs> and he's like, this says BDSM, just do it. And I was like, oh, okay. It's better. <laughs> and so I was, I was a little like taken aback. I did that one and uh, they hired me. And they they also did like uh, the robo fetish, which is like time stop stuff, which is more just like a living doll sort of thing. Um, we did autopsy stuff, medical. They have stuff. a full morgue. I think they might still have a full morgue. They do. Yeah, and, and it's it was, actually pretty cool. <laughs> like after that little short clip I shot, the next time, the next video I shot for them was this like full feature that someone had paid for as a custom and it was me and another guy and like you know i showed up and like took my viagra and i'm like all right we're gonna actually have the sex today cool beans <laughs> no it was it was uh, uh this chick who was like uh, an evil enchantress from back in the day and so it was like her dream sequence of how the men in town like dominated her. So we're like standing off to the side with like bottles of Cetaphil pretending to like bukkake her. <laughs> I was a hunchback chasing her around. <laughs> I was a hunchback. And like we went through the whole day and I was like, what the fuck? And he was like, okay, now we have sex. And I like jumped on top of her and put my dick in her for like five minutes. And he was like, cool, you're good. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, we need to talk about like what what it is what do we do here like selling a fantasy <laughs> yeah and then i did a little bit of research into it um and those snuff films and stuff like that they uh give the people that have those violent crazy like far too much urges um they give them a like a release so it's actually caused those like kind of like crazy rape violent instances to drop because those people can go and like order a custom with someone that looks like their their thing of their affection and get that itch scratched. So I was kind of like, oh, I'm doing a public service. That's, that's- okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually pretty well done too. I don't know. Like I've seen some of their stuff and I'm, I'm like, it's a production. I yeah. shoot a lot of fetish, and I'm like, their stuff's pretty good. Yeah, and they, <laughs> they, they, do the, they do the whole makeup for bruises and and all that sort of stuff. And so, it, I mean, it was a really it was really cool learning experience. Good acting experience. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was pretty easy. I'm always the crazy guy that's going to strangle you and fuck your dead body. Yeah, but if you <laughs> if you can if you can fuck a fake dead body, then you can fuck anything. Yeah, there was you know? a lot. Of- <laughs> That's Don't you think that's something John would do? No. If fuck anything. <laughs> if you light it on fire, if you light it on fire, I'll fuck it. So if you light it on fire, <laughs> I like it. So, that's that's a good thing right there. 
what is it you primarily do now since you have your own production company? Mm-hmm. Um, so what I'm, what I'm kind of doing now is um, I'm doing the taboo because that's what sells. Um, it, you know, like I can make 15 videos of the, of the ones that I want to make, which are usually just bondage with hard sex. You know, we tie a girl up and we use her until, you know, she's spent. And afterwards, it's like, how was your day? And they're like, yeah, purple. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of like what we go for. Um, but the, the taboo stuff sells, uh, still sells very well. Obviously, we're, you know, like there is a market for what it is that we're doing. We just have to get out to the right people. We usually, we even tie in taboo elements with the stuff we shoot in the dungeon. Um, I think it makes it more interesting, but it, it definitely is along the lines of like, there's always going to be certain categories of porn that are very, very popular. And like, we're, what we shoot in the dungeon is kind of niche. So if we tie in like hot cheating MILF into the dungeon BDSM stuff, it makes it like a more complex story and more people will click it. And then they might realize like, oh yeah, I really like watching that chick get tied up and fucked. Like, wasn't expecting that, but it's happening. Yeah. That's so we, awesome. uh, typically that's what we do is it's usually three positions. So one- uh, Facebooking. Yeah, one Facebooking. And then two other positions and uh, two male tops and one female bottom. Wow. That's generally how it goes. Um, wow. I, got, I got the, the I guess, formula from Matt Williams. I worked with him at uh, Sexually Broken for a long time. And so he kind of inspired a lot of what it is that I'm doing now. It's very that sexually broken style. I know. <laughs> she, she smiled when you said that. <laughs> what did you say? She smiled when you said sexually broken. She got excited. Yeah, yeah stuff yeah. that I watch. That's, that's all I watch. <laughs> Have you seen him on Sexually Broken? Well, you know, I saw a picture, and I was hoping that he would do the interview with his shirt off. But me too. Oh dear God! Now we're talking. <laughs> right it's now so he's more recognizable. <laughs> People don't know who the hell I am until they see the tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> no. well, what about you? What, how'd you get your start? My start? Yeah. Uh, well, oh, I, was, I thought you were going to say, what about you? Take your top off, too. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm, I'm totally down. If, if the video was going to be broadcasted all over the internet, I'd be more inclined. <laughs> yeah, right. but, we will. We will not have any problem doing that. I love it. Um, I started, I basically started making my own content. This was like before OnlyFans was a thing. And I started doing it because I was already doing it. And I was like, (laughs) oh, I didn't know that I could profit from this. I saw some chick on Instagram was selling her nudes. And I was like, I take tons of nudes and I go to crazy sex parties like and take pictures and film like I was already doing all this shit. So I uh, started uploading to the platform and eventually was making enough that I could quit my job, which I had a desk job at the time. So thank God uh, I don't have to do that anymore. (laughs) I was filming porn under my desk at the desk job, like under (laughs) while my boss was like right in the corner. I was like, (laughs) 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 yeah, I, yeah. So I just started, doing what I was already doing, but putting a little bit more focus on 
obviously like the more professional aspect of it. And then I started doing mainstream porn, like when we moved to Vegas, which was right before COVID. <laughs> so everything shut down and I couldn't really do anything um, besides our company was still going. And uh, then kind of like while we were moving here is when I started traveling and shooting mainstream. So re more recent. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, we we met at an orgy I hosted to film. And like yeah. halfway through the or orgy, we were like, we should probably have sex with other people. <laughs> like there was like people like like hey dude can I can I get in there like yeah like, like, it was, uh... on the shoulder, like like for dancing you know yeah <laughs> like tap out <laughs> yeah. but we just had this like weird immediate connection and we did we met on set for shooting porn yeah I had, I was in the process of uh, remodeling my house in Portland and putting it up for sale and I was gonna move to Belize and just make like porn down there and and just kind of fade away into the distance you know um but she was like no let's go to vegas and do the porn star thing <laughs> so so we went down there at, uh i think she moved down in july uh or, it was like, after december. christmas yeah yeah december was it 2019 2019 yeah, 2019 she moved down and we uh we were in a, a voyeur house which was a little weird but uh they let me put a studio in there so i had put up a dungeon like little set thing and uh we started making stuff and right about the time when we broke even was when covid hit and that was also the same time that they started getting like uh really crazy about cracking down on like oh too many points of contact or yeah too much slobber so we're gonna take this video down i've had videos taken down for the ex excretion of bodily fluids yeah, it's crazy now. They're... How do you have sex without bodily fluids? Wow. Right? <laughs> wow. And so they, they started breaking breaking that stuff down really bad. And I was just like, you know, and then Vegas was open and then it was closed. And then yeah. it was open and then it was closed. But the industry was like shut down. So we couldn't get it, fly anyone out to work with us. We couldn't do anything. Yeah, the, the, uh, the industry had a rule where it was, you could have, uh, you could film OnlyFans content. So yeah. I could have 15 people at my house and do an OnlyFans orgy. That was okay. Mm -hmm. But if I hired a crew and had one person over that, you know, everybody was tested, backs, cleaned, all that sort of stuff, that was breaking the rules. Yeah, it was super weird. And so, like, I was just kind of like, I can't do this. Like, there was, comp like, I shot with somebody who needed work during that time. Like, they they didn't come to me and ask for a handout. They were like, hey, we were supposed to have a scene. I can't pay my rent. Like, I need to feed the kids. Can you? Can we work? And I was like, Yeah, sure. And then pe the people that try and control everything were like, Oh, that's bad. You know, this don't work with this company because they're breaking the COVID lockdown rules. And I was just like, But the rules say I can have twenty people at the house and have an orgy, and that's that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just can't professionally produce it. That like it makes no sense. It was like if the bondage equipment, if you just make that really big, is that like six feet of distance? Yeah. Like if we just put them on that and like fuck wow. them with a dildo on a stick, does that work? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It was, yeah, it was crazy. Bitch and 
<laughs> yeah, but we that so all of the first Sergeant production videos that are actually did pretty well. It's where it's all steel in the background, and that was in, in the Vegas dungeon, uh, like the corrugated. That's what's called corrugated. <laughs> corrugated steel. Corrugated metal. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> and uh, we we moved out here. He actually took this. There's this huge. It was like a car shop, and. Uh, he insulated the entire thing and lined the walls and flipped it into a dungeon and it looks amazing on film like fantastic it looks like it's like a combination between like cd workshop vibe and then like you could make it look like a more professional dungeon if you want to just depending on which angle you film in it's really cool yeah i was talking to uh someone on twitter about um like doing a collab or something like that. And um, she was like, kind of like, oh, I only work with professionals. And I'm like, man, I, I am a professional. I've been doing this for 10 years. Like I get paid for my scenes. Like I'm a professional. And uh, she was like, yeah, I'm not looking to work with anybody. Like she thought I was trying to work with her. And I, she was like looking for other models to like collab with her. And I was like, I know people, what are you looking for? So I can send the right ones to you. Just, not asking for money, just trying to be nice, you know? And uh, she was like, I'm not looking to work with someone who, it it looks like you just go out in your garage and shoot shitty content. And I was like, oh, thank you. That's exactly what it's supposed to look like. (laughs) It's supposed to look like the garage that you get abducted and taken to. We even have lights that, uh, this wasn't on purpose, but didn't have the best electrician put them in, and one of the lights flickers like periodically, and <laughs> it's very spotlighty. And then with that flickering light, like it looks so creepy and so cool. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I, I mean, real I intensity. Can, yes. Yes. Yeah, I can I can dial it up and make it look like a very well nice lit. I put in some extra lights that kind of will take out the shadows and the dark and like craziness on it but you know like i like the content i want it to look like because a lot of the stuff that i've seen out there like sexually broken it's very polished it's very pretty it's very Very bright you know very (laughs) bright very well lit i mean it's not i mean it's great content great Mm -hmm. stuff but i wanted to set myself apart from them and making it uh one putting the storyline behind everything and then also uh adding like that kind of dark seedy vibe to it Mm mm-hmm you know, because I feel like a lot of the porn, like, that's what it's missing. It, like, for, for BDSM, like, you know, like, we're not normal people. Yeah, we need, <laughs> we need something just a little bit more. <laughs> we, we, like, we like that creepy vibe. Like, when I hired Scary. my videographer Scary and sense. I was working with him, he um, he's used to shooting, like, standard, like, normal porn. So he he's he, he'll come in and, like, get, like, super tight and, and this sort of stuff. And I'm like, get get back. Like the people that are watching this want to see the bondage. Her, they want to see the bondage. They want to see her hand struggling against the bondage while I'm. Or the legs shaking, like the legs shaking, like can barely you're like on your tiptoes, like yeah, can barely stand. That like, stuff is what we're looking for. At least when I watch like BDSM porn, that's what I'm looking for. I, like, oh I'm, yeah, I'm a sadist, so I'm like, hey, they could be fucking her harder and try and break her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you're then, getting misty um, wet over here <laughs> this right? second misty's getting really wet misty and misty getting wet it's just how we are 
accordingly. Yeah. Now, Sergeant, if you want an older Misty to play off of and film, by all means, we'll ship her out to you. Do yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll text you my address. More Misty. Okay. Right. <laughs> Just make sure it's not too big of a box. Yeah. I want it to be oh. small and tight. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Preferably with uh, metal spikes on the inside. That's what I was just thinking. I was oh. going to say, put some metal spikes in it so she moves. Yeah. Just rattle her around a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to write fragile on so they throw it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how you know for sure oh. it's going to get broke. <laughs> Now, if you ever come to Florida and you want to film, we've got a dungeon here. So feel free by all means. I'm in Florida. We're in Florida. <gasps> oh, I had no idea. We could be having this meeting in person. <laughs> oh my God. We really could have been. <laughs> well, we'll have to talk about that when we get off the recording. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> It's so that about we've been talking about when we come and film on our fire shows and our fire media. Yeah, oh, okay. we have. I like people yeah. on fire. That's what I do. What you do fire shows? Uh huh. And, and yeah. do and you fire. like fire whip? I do have a fire whip. I would like to be fire whipped. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I want to learn fire whip. Yeah. So he's good with the whip. No, I'm not. I'm terrible. I usually whip myself too. No, you really don't. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> these these two actually did a really hot scene. He had taken her and she was pretty much confined to a diving board. And as he was blowing fire on her, she's spreading her legs and he's got the fire right here just blowing on her pussy, making her come. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love that. Oh, oh yeah. it was great. It was, it was great. great. <laughs> It was a fun watch. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, have you ever done uh, what is it the the fire fabric stuff? Oh, like the drumming? No, no, no. Where you put the the it's it's basically uh, like wadding for a black uh, black black powder rifle, and it's like the fire cotton. Have you seen that before? Yeah, yeah. I have some of that. I have the fire cotton, and I have fire um, the flash paper. It's flash. It's flash cotton. Is what it is. You flash cotton. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to. Where do you get it? <laughs> I got mine on Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> Amazon? Yeah, I got Amazon. What do you do with it? You put it on somebody and you light it. That sounds fun. Yeah, it gets really hot. It, it's it's a big light flash. It gets hot and then it goes away. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen too many people that actually do that. I I, I saw it a few times and I uh, at like demos and stuff like that, and I was like, oh my god, I want to do that. And now I feel like I have enough confidence to do it. At the time, I was just like, oh, that is pretty. That's, that's big time. <laughs> you got to be careful with it for sure. Yeah. He does the, um, what is it? The the Brillo pad stuff. Oh, Sparkle Boy. Sparkle Boy. That is the coolest thing to watch. Mm -hmm. It sparkles? Yeah. Yes. I like sparkles. It does. It sparkles. I like sparkles a lot. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> I do some fire breathing and fire eating. We do a lot of stuff, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we'll have to coordinate for sure. Yeah, yeah. We're we're Florida local. We're Florida local now. Yeah, the dungeon is set up too. We probably should honestly be having events or something here. Like we, we yeah. need to be more social. 
we'll we spend have. a lot of we'll time have. working. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So do you have any other future plans for your production? Um, my plans, um, the bondage with sex is kind of like the bread and butter as far as, far as we're going right now. Um, once that, that gets to the point where it's profitable again, um, and I'm including like the cost of moving, getting the house, setting up the dungeon, all those sort of things. Once that like gets to, to a neutral, um, I guess, ground, then I plan on extending out and doing, uh, just some regular kind of, uh, uh, hard type, like some, some pain bondage type stuff. So less focus on sex, more focus on like beating impact. Yeah. A little oh, more yeah. torture. Yeah. A little more torture, but I know that's even more niche than what I'm doing now. And so I don't want to jump straight into that. And like, then it's building up the name and, and the brand and those sort of things. Um, and then, and then, uh, probably something also, uh, along the lines of like, so that would be with rope and then kind of the same thing, but equipment bondage type stuff, uh, I just recently have, have met some metal fabricators that are going to start building out some pipes and a few of the other sort of things that I need. So that way I can do some real good, like, even though it looks like, you know, it's supposed to look like you're in some guy's shitty dungeon or, you know, shitty garage or whatever. I also, I like my bondage to be clean. I want mm-hmm. it to, I want it to look nice. I don't want it to ever look like, you know, someone just kind of whip some shit together. We do all of it custom fit to the model too. Yeah. So that's one of the things that it takes a little bit more time for, for when we shoot because uh, I'll go out and I, I have a general idea and anybody who does bondage knows that you have an idea, but your idea does not necessarily mean that's going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, And so I try and, uh, you know, I try and mix in like leather straps and maybe some chains and a few other things along those lines. But I try to make each position um, before we get into the actual sex and the shooting part of it. I'll take the model out and be like, okay, let me see how flexible you are. And then figure out each position, build each position for them so they can get into it you know, move them around on it, make sure everything's comfortable. It's not, there's not going to be chafing or anything along those lines, because <clears throat> at the end of the day, it, it's, it's hard to fuck somebody senseless and stupid. If God damn it, that one spot was rubbing on my belly the whole time. And I couldn't just quite get there, you know? And so I want everything to be as comfortable and as functional as possible, but yeah. also kind of a, a, as extreme and, and, and pushing people outside their comfort zones a little bit. Yeah. I always tell people, if you look ahead and you picture a circle, you know, if you've got a, what's this thing called? Your comfort zone? No, this, a ring light. If, you, if there's a ring light in oh, front of you yeah. that, and that's your comfort zone, the magic is going to happen right outside. Yeah. Like, just a little bit. Further. Just, just let me push you right there. And if I can take you there and hold you there for a few minutes, you're going to love the video. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to love the video and you're going to be like, holy fuck, what just happened to me? Yeah. And typically that's the, that's the general impression I get from the girls that we've got raving reviews so far. <laughs> yeah, no, one, no one complains. <laughs> Except that's for that one. That's awesome. But we were talking about her. Oh, the one that's buried out back. Oh yeah. That one. Spray. <laughs> <laughs> <great>. The one. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you again for your time for all of this. We certainly appreciate it. 
Um, yeah, of course. Thanks for joining us with everything. Um, we're going to have to talk after the show, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now I'm like, I want to know more about you guys. <laughs> yes, yes, we'll tell you everything. <laughs> Little dogs back there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having us on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Thank you very much. John? Okay. Can, I, can I do a stupid uh, cheap plug real fast? Sorry. Please, please. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so you can find our uh, content. Um, some of it is on the you know the cheap clip stores. Oh, it's not a know. video. I'm like SGT Productions. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find usually all the previews and for stuff on uh, places like X Videos. Uh, we don't really associate with Pornhub. Uh, our website is www.sgt.productions. There is no .com. It's just .productions. Okay. Uh, we do post a lot of stuff on on our many vids, or on my many vids, and uh, you can uh, reach out to me personally on loyalfans forward slash sgt dash miles. Perfect. Well, we will go ahead and attach all those links so that our viewers and uh, listeners can follow those links as well to all your your <laughs> your glorious porn. <laughs> Thanks for taking off your shirt. Yeah, it was really awesome. It made the whole interview. Oh, oh yeah. He's gorgeous. Yes, he is. I, I love the way you lie. <laughs> All right, guys. John? Right. Thank I you. Uh, yeah, if you'll shut the fuck up. Oh. oh. Till yeah. next time. And so I kick her ass and make all of your taboo porn fantasies become realities. <laughs>